Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm weaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources on social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, and today we are diving into six keys for SEO in 2016. All right? Search engine optimization is one of those topics that it's sometimes a challenge to talk about. Everyone wants to be um, number one. And there's all kinds of opinions about it and what really works today. It's a hot topic, and so I want to dive into the facts, trying to break it down for you, the small, medium-sized business, the owner, the marketer, just the facts on what you need to know and what you need to focus on, all right? Because there's all kinds of things out there. I dive into all those. I keep track of it. I watch what's happening. I boil it down, and these are key for you, okay? So number one of my six points and I want to dive through these give you an explanation of each these are the things that you need to be thinking about for your website number one responsive design matters your mobile responsive design for your website matters okay it was in 2015 when first Google and then Bing made changes to their search engine algorithm that ranked websites differently and they began to uh, ding or uh, penalize those sites that were not mobile friendly. And when I say responsive, just give me a quick definition, is responsive site is that a site that responds to the device it's being viewed on. So it looks proper and works well on a desktop, on a tablet, on a mobile device. It responds, it shifts. It is mobile friendly, it is tablet friendly, it is desktop friendly. Altogether, that's a responsive website. And that's what you need because otherwise you're penalized in search rankings. You can have great content, but you would fall below someone else who has good content and a mobile responsive website. All right, so that is number one. You need to take a look at your website infrastructure, and it must be mobile responsive. Uh, When you're searching now on Google, oftentimes they will in the search results put in a a little precursor to the left of the name of the site they'll put in mobile friendly or not and so uh, you you definitely want to do that so that's number one you need to have a mobile responsive website number two your content matters your content matters on your website search engines continue to evolve Uh, Google tries to view sites from the perspective of people how do people view websites? What are they searching for? And when it's trying to give them the relevant results, Google's goal is to give them top quality results for their search query. And, and so Google is always trying to find ways to improve that and to get rid of the gamers, those who are just trying to manipulate the system so again everyone who says you know we're um, black hat search engine specialists and you know we can find secret ways to get you okay that that's the people that Google are going after okay so w- when Google changes their algorithm they actually do it within their team uh, the, which is called the, the web spam team they're trying to prevent 
what they consider web spammers from ranking high and trying to give instead people that are legitimate. And what is legitimate? It is you have solutions uh, for that search query, what someone typed in. And the best way to do that is to have the best content out there. Content matters big time. They're looking at a few things. What is how frequently you're putting out new content. You Gone are the days when you could just put a website out there, a brochure, and let it go for uh, two years without updating it, or well, a year without updating it, okay? Google wants to know, are you updating it regularly? We're talking weekly with fresh content. That's why we're highly recommending that every website have a blog, a resource center on it where you're putting out new updates, new news, okay? This is resource-rich content. This is not your products, but it's things about your product. It's testimonials. It's industry news. It's ways people can use your things. It's um, uh, information about your services. It's uh, you know it's it's related resource-rich content that people um, would be searching for. How do you figure that content out? Well, what are the questions you get? What what questions do people ask when you talk to them on the phone? When you're in sales uh, appointments with them? when they're uh, filling out forms on your website what are those questions that they have answer those on your website just answer them that's your content you put out there and so to improve your search engine optimization you need to be putting out regular resource rich content and i'm recommending at a minimum that there's 600 word posts google likes longer ones there was a study by quick sprout that if a post was greater than 1500 words it received more uh, social shares, so that can be important as well because social shares is uh, factored into you know kind of a ranking of content as well. But you need to have a plan to get resource-rich content out there. Answer questions, um, talk about events where you're going to be, talk about your products, talk about innovations, talk about your industry, what's happening. All those kind of things. That's that's uh, keyword rich. You want to focus your content on keyword phrases that are relevant that people would be searching for. Build your footprint online. There's a difference between a site that has 20 pages and one that has 200 pages. Okay, the one with 200 is going to rank better. They've done it well. Okay, so that was number two. Uh, the third thing is that. You need to take a look at your meta descriptions and your page titles. Meta descriptions and page titles, okay? And why do you need to do that? You need to do that because, number one, people are skimmers. This is where page titles come into play. And your the, the phrase that you want to rank for on Google should be included in your title of your article, okay? It should be included in the title, and it also helps. That's a search engine perspective, and also helps the reader because the readers are skimmers. They're glancing through search results, and they want to see something that's relevant. And if your title is relevant, that can attract them and pull them in. Some type of action-oriented um, title. The you know five things that do this. How do you do this? Uh, the you know, you can. I, I've done a few where you put your keyword phrase and then a colon. Um, you know, search engine optimization colon. 
five keys for 2016. That's if I want to focus on search engine optimization, I've just done that with that phrase. So think about your titles and then your meta description. Now, meta description is, um, it just needs to be relevant, tied into the keyword phrase, and that helps as, as part of a search engine. It's, it's not a huge factor, but it is a factor that's looked at. And then the second part of that, which is important, is that it's, it's what's displayed in search results, okay? So you can kind of customize your message. Somebody types in a search, and maybe you're the third result, okay? Your, your title was descriptive, it was good, but then your meta description was engaging. It gave them, it, it talked about, it had the keyword phrase included in it, but it also uh, was action-oriented, asked them a question, motivated them to want to click. And so that can be a differentiator that they click on yours over number one and two is by a well-thought-through and sharp meta description that you add to your blog post. All right, so that was number three. Um, myth number four, or... Key number four that I want to talk about is social media. Social media matters. I already talked about that Quick Sprout um, study, which said that uh, longer blog posts get more tweets and Facebook uh, clicks and shares. All right, well, uh, social media does matter, and you need to, number one, have social sharing buttons on your website. I'm still amazed at all the websites that don't have social media sharing buttons on them. That's just, it's the, the time has passed. You need to have these on your blog post so that people can share your content. This is, that, that content or that footprint we're trying to get, we're trying to make it easy for people to reach. We're trying to make it easy for other people to share that so that we can get it out there further. We can extend who sees it in the audience. And the way you do that is by making it easy for people to share it. So include social media sharing buttons, and then you need to have a plan for sharing your own content. It's not enough to just have a new blog post and put it out there. You need to share it when it goes live. You need to um, share it again in another way. Um, you need to share it a third time. You need to share it a fourth time. And um, you need to share it as an image. You need to share it as a video introduction that links to it on Facebook. Um, you need to maybe create a share it on Pinterest as an image. So, again, there's multiple ways to share. It's not just sharing a text link, okay? That's a poor performer on Facebook. If you can create a little video about it, and uh, Facebook can, you can do that for free, and then at the end, Facebook gives you a call to action on the desktop where you can put in the URL, say learn more, clicks, clicks through to your blog post. That works on Facebook. Uh, short videos work on Twitter as well. On Instagram, you can do a short video to introduce it. You can share an image on Twitter that gets the most retweets. Find ways to share it. I share it on Google Plus because it just gets indexed immediately. That's social sharing. I need to do that in multiple ways. And then I use a tool like Post Planner for some of my best posts so that I put them in so that each month, you know, they're going out back out to the audience. So in case they missed it the first time or second time, there's a chance for them to see it or to come back to that. That was my fourth one. All right. Um, number five is a warning, and that is a warning against keyword stuffing. All right. When, when I talk about search engine optimization, you do need to identify a word or a phrase that, is, that you're trying to rank for on that blog post, on that blog page, or that web page. And you, the phrase, 
can be shouldn't be longer than you know maybe say four to five words um, it needs to be sharp okay so a phrase might be three words and you want to include that in the title of the web page the blog post you want to include it in the meta description you want to include it in the first paragraph you want to include it in the body copy um, a, a couple times in different ways and you want to have related terms that are close to the keyword phrase in subtitles. You want to break your article, your blog post down into a number of points. So you've got a title and then you have sections. Each of those sections can should have a header. That header should be a relevant related. Maybe one of the words of the phrase is in there, maybe two of the words, maybe you restate it in a different way those should be in there as well. So that is keyword rich without keyword stuffing. Keyword stuffing is, um, I, I came across a blog post by a realty company and they were trying to rank for their term, you know, real estate in XYZ city. And the post was only about 400 words and you know, they started off by saying, hey, we got this great home. Well, for those of you do, trying to buy a home and looking for real estate XYZ City, uh, come over here and we're the leaders in real estate XYZ City. And um, then it says, and then down at the bottom it said, we're, you know, XYZ City, we're the best real estate, real estate XYZ City. It said it another way, it said it another way. It was just gross. It was 400 words and uh, almost um, 75 of those were that phrase. It was just pathetic. And they get dinged for that. Google will actually hit you and um, reduce your ranking, penalize you for that type of thing. Okay, so don't do that. Uh, let's see. What is my next point? My next point is directories. Okay, let's go back to directories. And this is my. Uh, I didn't let's see. I started off. Okay, so I believe this is going to be my last point even, okay? Directories. And what I want to cover on directories is that some directories matter, some directories don't, okay? There used to be the old SEO mantra that uh, get out onto as many bulletin boards as directories as possible. So you would have these uh, submitting services. You put in your URL and they'd put you out to 2,000 directories, okay? And uh, that's, that's crap stuff uh, today that Google's gotten smart to that. Bing, Yahoo's gotten smart to that. Uh, because all these were were uh, poorly developed sites, no relevance with a bunch of domain names on them, URLs. And what matters now is getting into some top tier ones, some high ranking ones. You know, so if uh, if you can take a look at a service like Moz Local or Yext, and they will help you update your listing in key services. I mean, like, you know, Google Maps, um, Google Locations. Um, they will take a look at your listings in services like Yelp. You want to make sure those are up to date, and it'll narrow it down to just some of the, the key ones. So Moz Local and Yext are tools that you can use to be in only the most important online directories and not just spread out everywhere. You know, there's it's just important to be in in some of the key ones and uh, you know if you're in the hospitality industry obviously like uh, TripAdvisor again is one of those restaurants um, Yelp and, and some of those pieces so there's 
only a few directories that matter and the best way to do that is uh, I, I use Moz local myself so that's I can go in there I can create one listing it'll deploy them to that you know top um, 10 15 directories and it'll tell me you know how it's doing and what the performance is there's a yearly fee for that but it's uh, it's well worth it so only be in the most important directories do not go for those uh, SEO things I mean I get these things all the time it comes in via Gmail, some Gmail address, and it says, hey, you know, we've reviewed your site, and uh, you're falling behind in premium ranking. There's things that uh, we could do and, and directories we could submit you to. They want to do, you know, the tricks behind the scenes and the directory thing. That is just old school. That went out of date about five years ago. It has no bearing today. This is the narrowed down version of uh, the keys that matter to you. So again, remember that is uh, your responsive website. Uh, your content matters. Okay, you need to think about your meta descriptions. Um, that goes along with your page titles. Social media does matter. Um, you want to you identify keyword phrases, but avoid keyword stuffing. Okay, um, and you want to get in the most important directories. And I'm recommending a service like Moz Local to help you get there. Moz, M-O-Z, is how that is. All right, so that is an SEO update for you small, medium-sized businesses out there on what's important for you to do today. All right, this is Mike with the Halftime Mike Podcast. As always, what is it that you need to do today? What's the action? Jot it down on that note right now that you can take action on in the next 24 hours to get started so that you can up your game in the second half. Take care. Later. All righty. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of the game business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeEnglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.